This episode is proudly sponsored by Richard Johnston with Johnston Insurance Agency. Specializing in home, auto, life, and commercial insurance, Richard is exactly who you want on your side when needing coverage for your new home. Heather and I trust Richard with our clients' insurance needs, and we think you should too. For more information about working with Richard, email him at richard at johnstoninsuranceagency.com or give him a call at 817-415-4009. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We Need Closure. Heather, do you get to a point with your job where you're like, I think I've apps, I'm breaking even right now on the amount of hours I've worked on this deal versus what the commissions are going to be? Do you, do you ever feel like that? Well, I'm not a numbers person or an, or an organized person in terms of, um, you know, all of that. Um, I would say, I know what you're talking about and sometimes yes, but I can also say like there's, there's some clients or some, some processes that take months, sometimes right. years. Right. I've had a client that took two years. Oh my God. Um, but then there's those, like we've talked about before that like, just call you, have this house they want to see and two weeks later you close. That's so right. the balance of it all is, is okay, I guess. But I, I know what you're, what well, you cause mean. I like to ask you leading questions know, is what I like I to do. You're trying to bait me for I am, some, I am, some Absolutely. You're trying to get me to say I don't like my job, which I love it. And I love everybody I work with. That's right. No, rainbows and sunshine. Rainbows and sunshine. Always. And I do like my job too. I just came off, I'm going to call it like a bender week of work where I'm tired and I need, I need a little pep in my step, maybe like yeah. a peppermint mocha to just like jolt me into, you know, the Christmas season. And it's going to be fine. And you're going to crash and burn totally. two hours later. <laughs> the stuff you drink is horrible. <laughs> It's like cocaine in a cup. It's literally just with the a sugar dose. and the peppermint mocha and the three kinds of milk it's, and the. I'm gonna go into a diabetic coma at I some know, point. Is are. what's gonna happen. But anyways, I'm gonna need one of those to get me through the rest of this week because I did do my job this week and last weekend and the week before and the weekend before that because that's what we do, and all is good. I know. Slow clap me in, Heather. Slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, sympathy is lacking. It I really know, is. I have no sympathy for you. So I can't even talk about my job right now because I've hit that point. But did you mm. do your job this week? Um, I I can't even remember what I did this week. I'll be honest. I feel like October was an entire bender for me in Absolutely. terms of like work was crazy. Um, personally, we had all the birthdays, all the events, all the fall festivals at all. So on November 1st, I was just like deep breath. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, and I have... October was really busy for me. Yeah. I think I contracted six, which is... Holy moly. It's kind of not the norm right now. So I don't know. I don't... There's no rhyme or reason to it. But all of them are in pending or closed. Sweet, so sweet nice. pending. So I feel like um, I've just... Uh, you know, been wrapping those up. I, I know. Think. No, you're doing great. And every time I complain, just remind me how much you're selling this year, and I'll just like shut up. I and did sit do back. that. You came over to my house on <laughs> on what was it Friday, Friday? and just in turn, you were like, oh, I mean, I I I closed this amount, and and you shot me. I down. don't ever tell anybody how much I, I do. But I, I was like, ne- for some reason that day it, I did. It made me want to quit. I feel awful. I feel it made awful. me want to quit that day. But no, 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 no. hey, I am here to support you. Yeah, I love same. you. I'm so happy for you. It just makes me want to work harder. How about that? There you go. All right, let's go. You know who works really hard? I do. Lenders. Yes. <laughs> and you way know, harder than us. Way harder than us. And you know what we, who we have here today? Mm-hmm. One of our favorite lenders. Yes. Listener, our buddy Steve Harding with First Financial lives here in, you know what he's saying? Actually in Eagle Mountain, um, but we love him because it's not too far from Fort Worth. And Heather, he's saved Heather and I's tuchuses on more than one occasion. Yes. Heather... Steve has worked in the lending industry for 17 years. He currently lives in Eagle Mountain, like I said, with his wife. He has four children, nine grandchildren. And between working his took us off, I don't know why he decided to or agreed to come on our podcast today. But we have Steve Harding from First Financial. Hello, Steve. Humbled and honored. <laughs> Humbled and honored. Listen to that voice. I listener. know. Again, another mm, like mm, amazing, mm, powerful mm, voice. Mm, yeah. 
I'm going to get fired from this <laughs> soon. Well, Steve, we're so excited to have you. And like she said, you have personally helped us. So you, you know, not only are you amazing, but you know more about us than our own mother and best friends. When That's you right. work with a lender, it's so personal and so like, I just don't know how you do it. And then you just move on to the next person. And I don't know how you dealt with us. Quite I frankly. don't know how you dealt with us. Either. Here's the deal. The, the part of getting to know each person that's the best part of this oh. entire job oh, because right, you right. know if if you if you start at the first and and you set everything up correctly and i get in trouble for saying this too is just in the lending world just imagine standing in a shower and somebody throwing the curtain back and that's the world yes. right yes. I mean, and and then if you go into other aspects from the jumbo world we'll just tell them Hey, we get really close to drawing blood in the jumbo world. We draw blood. Draw exactly. Blood. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. such an, oh my gosh. Well, and what you're referring to just for the listener. So basically conventional loans is obviously a huge part of what you do. And you're a Correct. huge part of Heather and I's business. So what you're saying is you have to learn everything about somebody because they are handing over all of their financials to you. And then when you are in a jumbo loan situation, which we can kind of talk about what that definition is, True. you're saying like, you're basically getting in bed with these people. It, <laughs> just the documentation you right. have to do it's mm -hmm. it's maddening and and what i can say is thank god we're out of the covid world yeah because that was the worst yeah that was the worst especially for people who may be self employed yeah want to talk about getting in Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's there's no glory in it. Well, and actually, I, I have a question about that really fast sure. because there was a time, especially during COVID, what if there was anybody that was laid off or, or they had lost their job? Wasn't there? Was it a law or there was something in place where they actually weren't able to get a loan if they had not been employed for a certain amount of time? Is that right? Well, if you were off for a certain amount okay. of time, there is truth to that. the The hardest part in any of that is is they still have their guidelines where you can actually get your job and and move forward with a move load. forward with it as long as you didn't have more than a six month one year gap. But There's, it certainly for you and for all of your clients correct. posed a huge issue at the time. So you're taking a big old sigh of relief right now that we're out of that. Well, and and especially a lot of your affluent borrowers, mm -hmm. I would say, I guess, are self employed. Right. Right. And and so during the COVID world, and, and here's a perfect example. So somebody who owns a Taco Casa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would shout think, you, well, shout out. Absolutely. But Sponsor, compared to somebody who owns a Del Frisco's type thing. Mm -hmm. right? right. So most of the time in your mind, you would go, Del Frisco's, right? Think about COVID. Yeah. yeah. People right? weren't going to the, Del Frisco's. The Taco Casa guys were running laps around the Del right. Frisco mm -hmm. guy. And, and so... When you had to go in and try to figure out, is that income stream still working? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, Trying that's to get, tough. I mean, it was, and, and you know, well, we thought we knew stuff would come back around. Yeah. Right. Right, but. We were they, hoping and wishing and praying there and, for a little bit, though. Thank yeah. God. Yes. I think we're getting there. Well, and so that's the perfect example of the difference of what... So Heather and I are over here helping find them a house, helping sell their house. Oh, sure. and we can do everything we can. And then we get to you and thank God you're an angel and help us and get creative and do all these things. But we there could be a full stop by the time mm. we get to that lender of like, no, guys, this actually doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. So, so everybody goes back to, you know... In your world, have you been pre-qualified? Has this happened? Has that happened? And then tell me, when you look at somebody's letter that they have, you're going to have several things go through your mind. Yeah. You know, if you have a if you have a home that you're selling and the offer letter comes across and you're like, and I'm making... He's making I, faces. Yeah, I'm making, making faces. Make. But they could be really good faces, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so those are the part... You, you've got to have someone that... Everyone has confidence in. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Steve, when I see an offer come across and it's got a first financial letter attached to it, I am automatically put at ease. So thank you in advance for that. Mm -hmm. And so I know we've already kind of got ahead of ourselves chit-chatting about what you do, but the way that you get on this podcast is to tell us a story. And I know that you've brought some good ones today. So if you wouldn't mind, we'd love to hear your stories. Well, 
we were talking up front. So, so I'll go into a little of who I am in my history. And, and, you know, most people in this industry think, Oh my gosh, you've done this and you've gone to school and you've done all these great things. And, you know, Heather looked at me earlier and said, Hey Steve, where'd you grow up? And I said, Hey, Lubbock, Texas. Uh, sorry about the red Raiders this weekend, uh, but you know, fourth down, you can't do that. Kind I'm an of stuff, Aggie. Right? I'm well, just, and I'm you're a just fog. Ha- yeah. Yeah. I'm it's just hard. This pressed. <laughs> pressed. Depressed. Yeah, so, sorry about that so one, Steve. my parents are older and I, I came into this world as a little bit of a, uh, shock and awe moment, <laughs> I guess is the easiest way to put it. A my, blessing. A miracle. Yeah, a yeah. blessing. Well, okay. <laughs> I think they might have a hard time from time to time going into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so we'll, we'll call it a blessing. Uh, my wife said I was the golden child, which I don't know what that actually means. It could be really, we'll have you know, to ask Tammy. Yeah, subconscious. But, uh, you know, my parents, the day I graduated high school, they retired. And they had everything set up to be able to go to the university there in Lubbock, Texas. And I pulled everything together and went in. And about my third day, I walked into a mass communications class with Dr. Dean and people from Texas Tech back in that day will probably know (laughs) Dr. Dean was always there. Uh, And it was like an auditorium. Yeah. And I walked in and just went, this is sure not the shit I want to do for the rest of my (laughs) life. Yeah, yeah. And and turned around and let alone the and, next four years. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, right. Steve, you know yeah. it was only four years. No, it was like the rest of my days. life. I thought I was yeah. like, oh god, this Every isn't going to work. So you so made it three days. I made it three days. Enrolled at at Texas Tech. Enrolled at Texas Tech. Rode my bicycle back home because I, you know, you don't want to drive to campus, right? So yeah. it's a couple of miles and. And rode my bicycle back home. And, and the prodigal and son said, this is not for me, Mom. Not for me. And and so I said, y'all do not have to keep that savings account open with my earmarked name on it. Take it and take it and run. And had a job at UPS and was working uh, sorting packages and loading trucks in the wonderful winter in Lubbock. So, but it know. still beat Mass Com at Texas. Oh, any day, any day. <laughs> and look at your trajectory. How did you actually get into lending? So I had been through, as as a lot of people in our world, I'd been through a terrible divorce and had custody of my two little girls and was working outside and outside of uh, Dallas. I'd run dealerships for years and years in the auto industry. So after everything happened, I had to move back closer to home. We actually lived in Crowley, Texas, mm-hmm. and my girls were young at the time, and, and so trying to figure that part of it out was tough. Single dad with custody of kids and trying to figure out school and all those parts of it. That's way harder and, than lending. And so it was, and, and then trying to be in the auto industry, which is, you know, you're there from sun up to sundown, and, and just yeah. the hours, yeah, just the hours, yeah. it is, it's part of it, but that also helped round me to where I am now. Anyway, everybody remember Countrywide? No. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. That I, was, I had, um, that was the demise of 2007. Yes. Basically, I knew somebody in, in the world. Yeah. Did I need there. to be from here to know about this? What is No, this? it was a national deal. Oh, so I was just a child yes. not knowing what was happening. You were in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but that being said, I, I was ready to close on a refinance. And two days before that, I was getting ready to close. And this is the wonderful part of our world, right? And the lender calls me and goes, you know, you just changed jobs. So I'll tell you what, we're going to charge you a point more on your rate and another point in fee. Oh, no. And this was April. And I'm like, you know, I don't have to have this done until August. And there was a, I told them they were number one and I moved on down the road. Right. And so one of the, one of the ladies I was working with said, Oh, Steve, I have the perfect lender. You need to go meet her name's Tammy. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't need to, I don't need to do this. Wait, wait, real fast. Backing up listener. Tammy is the name of Steve's current wife. Was this person suggesting that you really met Tammy for a lending purpose or for no period? Not like, Hey, here's your future wife. No, okay, not at all. Okay. And and she did did not know that either. So uh, this story is going great. I love it. I love (laughs) it. But that being said, 
I went out to her office. I said, here's the situation I've been through. And, and uh, I walk in, and I'll never forget to this day, white button-down shirt, black pants, and I was just like, mesmerized Aww. mesmerized we haven't had a love story on the podcast yet this is amazing and i'm really not I a sappy do one guy of our buttons, but I'm, i won't i'm really not a sappy guy but that being said is anyway i go in i tell her my story and she's like steve it's not a big deal we'll get this taken care of for you da 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 i go you were back like who to, cares about the house i'm in love yeah well <laughs> I do have a poker face on certain <laughs> but things. But it did change your thinking about the lending Absolutely. world and the options there are for people and truly helping people, I, it was right? It was so easy. Compared, yeah. and, and she was like, I don't know why you went through what you had to go through, oh. but here's this. We'll have, and, you know, 35 days later we close and it's all done and the oilty deed's taken care of, which is its whole other uh, deal. And, and, you know, uh, I said, Tammy, how can I thank you? And she goes, you know, just uh, maybe a referral, just tell people that you know. And I said, okay, I can do that. And remember, I was in the auto industry. Mm -hmm. This was 2002 going into 2003. Rates took the first big dive of ever at that time, mm -hmm. right? They went from 8 9% down to about probably 55 to 4%, somewhere in there. I think I was like 12, I swear to God, I and, don't know, but keep and going. So, and so that being said, being in the auto industry and and knowing the people that I know, it, I think I sent her 23 referrals that first year. Oh my God. 23. Holy moly. I was, I was like, you know, here's your referrals, but maybe dinner at Angelina? <laughs> Here's 21 deals. And also, can I take you to dinner? But and, and she, she was like, couldn't say so no she, at that point. No, she actually at at first was very standoffish. She had been single for seven years oh. and raised her two kids, and and so it was it was uh, it was a time. But you know, uh, 15 months later, uh, we were on an airplane. Uh, to Hawaii with four kids in tow, oh, and we got married. Steve. Yeah. This is like, this is a fairy tale. This it, is so was, sweet. Also, I don't understand why we didn't have Tammy on too. Well, it's fine. You know, Tammy, she's come my, on later. She's my boss. Yeah, she that, is. I mean, everybody looks well, at it. Well, but goes, wait, as, 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 lo as lovely as the story is, you got into lending as well during all this? No. Or no. Okay. No. You still were in the I, auto world. Okay. Well, I mean, you think For about them. it. It's, you have, and people ask me all the time, and Tammy and Troy and the people I work for now are like, Steve, we have this platform. You can do this. I said, listen, Tammy, you've got your deal. I've got my mm -hmm. deal. It, you know? Right. Yeah. And and I took a position when a football player opened up a store over in Dallas, and I was driving from Eagle Mountain Lake oh. to Royal and 75. Listener, uh. just for context, about how far is that, Steve? Uh, well, it. 87 hours. Well, it is. It's <laughs> it's traffic. it's about probably 52 miles. Oh, forget it. No. But it was always during traffic yeah. time, right? Oh. So, I mean, you want to like talk soul about... soul-sucking drive. Mm -hmm. One year, I uh -huh. made it. And at that one-year anniversary, I looked at Tammy and I said, there's got to be something better. And she goes... I've been trying to I've tell you. Here's the platform. You. Said yeah. every wife ever. I've sw I've been trying to tell you I've for about a year. I've been trying to tell you. And so I went and interviewed with uh, the other three partners in the company. And uh, Troy's mom, who is not with us any longer, she had been in this industry for years, was like, Here's the guy. He can do this. He, this Aww. is the guy. So and there's, here you there's are. how I started. And that would have been uh, June of 2006. Yeah. So. I bought my first house in August of 2006. Come on with it. Um, we had a six and a half, five and a half or six and a half rate. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. That was it. Yep. The, and again, I think I, what did I get in at? I don't even remember. I don't know my rate. I definitely don't oh. know my rate. I couldn't tell you that. But what year did I buy my house? I think 2011. 11 or 12. 2011. Once I turned 15. Yes. I'm kidding. So, Steve. You okay, young. I, okay. <laughs> just a baby. <laughs> just an infant child. Okay. So, um, so we now know that this is how you got in this industry. You met your wife through this industry. I did. So, you kind of owe a lot to like the real estate and lending industry overall. You know, I wish I would have, as we all say, I really wish I would have listened to her earlier right. on. But 
you know, good Lord has a plan for each one of us at the time it That's needs right, to happen. Steve. And so. we are thrilled that you got into this business. And I now I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that the stories you're gonna tell are not maybe some of the normal ones we hear, which are like me falling through a house and like Heather walking into an eighty seven okay. year old birthday party. <laughs> But, but, but I do. Those I, are great stories. I, if if you guys have not listened to all, you've got to go back and he's listen. Telling to some you, of these. Yeah. He's telling you, listener. He's telling you to go back listen and listen to, to all of them. Um, but so, what do you think? What do you want to share with us today? Oh my gosh, that's well. I mean, yeah, it could be highs and lows. What you, what that's you, right. your favorite part of it, your least favorite part. You know, just like give us a little window into what's. What it's like in the lending world Steve's right world. now. Well, I mean, think about this. What For all of us, what is the, in my opinion, it's the relationships that you make. Yeah. That's your that's your best part of the job. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I think there's a reason that I'm sitting here as well. It's all about relationships. Oh, listener, you, know? you didn't hear us before we jumped on this, but the fact that Steve has dealt with me and my husband and Heather and her husband yes. and the neediness that we have without blinking an eye and always answering your phone. I could not thank you enough for all of those things. That is 100%. I think why you are so good at your job. Well, I'm again, I'm forever humbled and honored with that, but there in, in our world, it, it's amazing. People don't answer their phone. Oh, we've talked in, about in this. our world. It's just, I, I mean, they're, they're like, you really answering your phone? I know. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I don't have the number saved. If I had the number saved, well, hell yeah, I'm going to answer yeah. the phone. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But even if I don't, you, you know, and the spam calls that we all I get, know. you have to answer the phone, right? I know. Cause now you they're have all to local answer the phone. area codes now. So we it should, throws me off. We yeah. should just try to start selling them houses or selling Seriously. back to them. That's what we should start doing. Have fun with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it can it can be quite charming whenever you've had enough for the day. Maybe mm-hmm. you've had a nice glass of wine, yeah. right? And, and they call. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people, yeah. And that's yeah. what we love about this too, I it think. It is, 100%. The relationships. It's, and- it's the relationships. And, and they can be, like you said, a lot of them want a bigger relationship. Other people are like, just get my shit done right. And, right. And, move and move on. on. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those you have to get through those. And, and I think it jades you a little bit when you're in a huge refi boom like we just came out of mm-hmm. because everybody, it's a transactional deal. Yes. And, that, and I have a hard time with that. Right. I, I just do. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but yes, you, it, you still have to be a machine and the get, get everything through the process. Right. But it's not that sort of um, invigorating, we found this house and let's... Right. You know, it's being a part of it's it. It's very, yeah. you know, we already have our house. We yeah. want to change our rate. Yeah. Get that done now, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want any stuff. Right, right. right? Don't try to over. Yeah. Yes. Just just do yes. it quickly. Get us there and, yes. and let's be done. Another part that in my heart I love is is my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our, our group has been together. The the history with Tammy and Troy and all them, they, they started back in Overton Bank, which is probably – way before, but, you know, 1996, this core group of our, of our mortgage company has been together. And I think that leads to a lot of people, the left hand knowing what the right hand's doing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I did that wrong. Which is huge. It's fine. So, I so, didn't even notice. So. Well, that's, that's okay. That's if if y'all haven't noticed, I talk with my hands (laughs) and, and everybody, and everybody, when they come by my office, they're like, Steve must be on the phone. Yeah. It's Andrew going crazy. Yeah. He's explaining everything very well. Hands, yeah. 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 So I don't do that. I don't sit on my hands. But it is it is true when you've been together with a team for a long time and you kind of already can anticipate each other's moves or, you know, thoughts and well, things. And, it and, does make a difference. And also our our strong suits and our yes. and our places we need help. I right. mean, without Jennifer, who's my production partner and assistant, she's been with me seven years. I mean, it just I would be yes. terrible. Right. My processor, Becky, has been with us 13 years. Yeah. I mean. What a testament, though, to what a great team you've created. I mean, first of all, a leader that speaks so highly of someone else on their team and says that they couldn't do their job without them. And then the fact that they've been there so long. Well, you know, I I say this, and I really believe that if if you won't grab hands with your teammates and run through the wall together, 
It's just an acquaintance, mm-hmm. right? You, you've got to be Heather, able write to. write that down. You, you just, you, you have to be able to make those things happen. And, yeah. And everybody has to have buy-in in our world. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, my other favorite part is structuring the deal. And, and I have had more fun since the bank bought our little mortgage company. And, and I think that's created a unique part of our world but just the structure of the deal is so fascinating uh, i could not agree with you more i have these conversations i could not I disagree <laughs> with you guys more i see i see heather going this uh, sucks. that's why i'm just like call steve ask i because no well, that that mm, I, i'm not saying i'm not even saying i know what he's talking no, about i know i know yeah I, I think to me, it's knowing that I have a lender like Steve where I can look at these clients and often I'm just meeting them, right? And they come to me and they've got this problem. We've got an issue. We do not know how to do X, Y, and Z. We don't know how to kind of get out of our own way. It's and like I'm always, puzzle. it's a puzzle. And I'm always like, don't worry, I've got the guy and we can, we can get creative and we can help you do it. And I, I do want to say, I'm not saying get creative and like, hey, we're going to put you in a bad financial situation. Right. I hate that. I hate when people associate like getting creative with like, hey, right. we did something that wasn't right for you guys financially. I mean, like there are solutions out there that are actually going to take stress off your plate. And I do want to ask you a few uh, about a few of those today, Steve, but there, there's like solutions out there right now. Again, like you don't have to make that offer with that contingency. We've kind of got a few, you know, tricks in the bag, if you will. And so to me, that that's what I mean. Like yes. it's fascinating, yes, but it no, I don't know what the hell Steve's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just know he's a magician. Yes. Yes. There's no magic to it. It's all about it's it's about having your team. It's about yeah. having the people that know what they do on the bank side and and learning how to leverage the products that are available for or you know yeah. out there out there and available for everyone. Well, I say for everyone, it's really not. But that's, but that's half the battle is saying, listen, we have these tools. Let's see if you do qualify to use them. And that's the difference between a good realtor and a good lender. And especially if you have that dynamic duo together, then you can get a lot done. Yes. Well. Steve, did you know you were going to be stuck with us for life? I have been thinking that this whole time. Like you said, you love the relationship part. It is. (laughs) Again, I go back to, I just, these are the things that make our industry and our lives and doing what we do fun yeah yeah is is the people that we get to be involved with and helping them and helping Mm -hmm. and helping Mm -hmm. and and again at the end of the day y'all are my client right which is why you agreed to come on which is (laughs) well okay speaking of uh what's what's something that maybe we all even though we love what we do and not want to do anything else is there something that's just sort of hard or difficult or I don't want to say least favorite part, but know. you know, well, well, I I ask what gets you out of bed in the morning, and you've given us such a great explanation of that. But maybe what's what makes you want to stay in bed in the morning? Well, I would what makes you I would say open that bottle of wine. There you go. I mean, a, a nice glass of whiskey at the end of the day, and go, Lord have mercy, bless my soul, here, right? So, so the the number one part of it is is the is disappointing someone, uh, right? That that at the end of the day, and and my part of it is up front. Yeah. So let's just say that you guys have had this client that you just have, it's been a referral and they're just great people and you've got a little relationship going with them and you're like, okay, I really need you to get this part of it done. And and you're like, hey, Steve, here's the background behind them. There's this, there's this. And all of a sudden you're like, they're going to be calling you, and I yep. answer the phone, and about forty-five minutes later, I call back, and I go, "Kaylin, we here, can't make it work." Here's here's what we've got going, oh. and and every aspect because I want it to work as right, bad as right. anyone else, right? Right, and just hearing the deflation in somebody's voice—that's yeah. hard. The other part, and the flip side of that, is giving them a plan. Right. To be able to have that plan of it isn't going to work today. Right. But how serious are you about wanting to really make this work? Yeah. Well, and steps in that plan might be maybe they don't have the best credit. So we're going to work towards improving their credit. Right. Or we don't have enough for a down payment right now. We're going to encourage them to kind of continue to save. Those would be maybe some of the steps, right, included in that. That's exactly right. Or, you know, the, the biggest thing that we see 
is the credit piece of it. Right. Right. And and it can be very minimal things that just weren't brought to light. Yeah. And maybe they've been pre-qualified somewhere else that uh, they overlooked didn't, that. Well, not necessarily overlooked. They just said, sorry, we can't help you and oh, doesn't give them it. a reason. Right. Right. Doesn't give them the steps to be able to to yeah. step up and, and, and give them hope at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Steve, uh, Steve and I were t- chatting and he's like, Kaylin, um, you, you didn't pay a hospital bill when you had your child. And I mean, it made me so mad, not at Steve. It made me so mad that this bill had slipped through the cracks and I hadn't taken care of it, but you you were able to see oh my that. Gosh. And it was like what Maddie was like a year already. And I was like, I am so livid right now that there some stupid bill slipped through the cracks. But you know what? Steve told me how to get it fixed. I and feel like poor Steve's going to get all these calls now. Yes. He's like, hey, can you please help me fight this? Um, well, it's it's not a ma- on my. <laughs> Here, here's the worst part of our work. Well, uh, let's not say the worst part, but uh, it just seems so unfair to the client, right? Or to the consumer is everybody has credit karma or my credit score right, right. now. The problem is it doesn't mesh up with what our world in a bank report is, mm-hmm. right. right? So so a mm-hmm. medical charge off, these little things, it never shows up there. Yeah. So you guys don't get to see it. And now I'm the bearer of bad yes. news. Well, it wasn't on that. It's I remember not. saying I, that. I was the like, same thing he did. <laughs> yes, my deal almost fell through over like a $100 thing that never got oh. sent to me that oh. I didn't know about. See, and, and I didn't know about going back either. to the disappointment of you mm-hmm. having to be hey, Hey, but we tap, like tap, tap. fought together and just got it done. And well, I'm like, I told you, no, I didn't get a call. I didn't. No. I don't ever remember getting a letter. Nothing. I do not remember. Those this bill are at those all. kind of things. It is the most maddening part mm-hmm. of it. And then you know, for our world, we have to go off of three scores, right? You have mm-hmm. a you have Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And then mortgage world, you throw out the high, you throw out the low, and you have to use the middle. So you're using two of the scores. Mm-hmm. These credit Collection companies, especially for medical, have gotten so smart that they report it to two bureaus. Mm. And they report it to the two bureaus that charge the least amount of money for them to report it. So they never report it to TransUnion, who's the most expensive. Mm. And and so it just, it, it, but. But that's why you're here, Steve. We, we get through most you of do. them. You we help, get through most you of them. You help us get through oh it. My gosh. It's maddening. It's maddening. That's truly yeah, the absolutely. least favorite. I'm yeah. stumped on. Well, that's you know? ours too. I mean, yeah. I often, I, the only, the thing that really upsets me about this is when I, it's not only when I've disappointed someone, it's when I've truly felt like I've done everything that I could for them and it still maybe didn't work out. And that, so it does come back to that disappointment. It just will eat you alive. It does. But like mm-hmm. you said, having those solutions to move forward. And okay, we often joke about this podcast is not like, here's what, here's the best, you know, rates are coming down and da, 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 da. You know, we're not trying to be experts, but Heather and I have been getting hammered with these questions lately about things happening right now in the market regarding rates. And so I do have a quick question for you. Sure. With the rates where they're at, a lot of lenders have said, let me know if you want to do a three, two, one buy down or a two, one, or if we want to offer that, if you're the seller, we could offer it to the buyer, or maybe you're the buyer and you might want to ask for it in that offer when you go to buy a house. Can you walk us through what that is, maybe the pros and the cons, Sure. and maybe in layman's terms for Heather and I? Everybody wants a hook right now, right? Or, or something that they can be able to put out there to either A, get the phone to ring, Builders right now are looking for it. So a three, two, one buy down or a two, one buy down. First and foremost, it's buying that rate down. So let's just say a 30 year fixed rate today is seven and a half percent. Okay. Right. So if you're doing a three, two, one buy down, you're buying that rate down three points. And over the next two years, it goes up a point each year back to where that seven and a half would have started. Okay. Heather, are you following? Yes. Right? Following? Okay. So, so for the very first year, it is. It's yeah. She's <laughs> Heather. Wake up. <laughs> Always got to wake her up for this uh, stuff. Okay. Maybe okay. we need some of that coffee we were talking <laughs> yeah. about. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go make us all a shot of espresso. Yeah, here I'm it is. joking. <laughs> yes. yes, I follow you. But yes. it, that's the part to me, and it's it's temporary. Right. Right. They're called temporary buy down, and the borrower cannot pay for it. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. Seller has to pay for it. Okay. Or an agent yes, oh. or a builder. 
Don't oh. throw that out there. Right. Yeah, don't don't. I, let I know. And I'm, so I'm currently one doing one, and I I did not understand why it had to be very specific that the seller pays for it. But mm-hmm. now that makes sense. Okay. okay. That well, makes sense. and so so that money that would be the difference goes into like an escrow account. Okay. Right. And so if in twelve months, let's say rates all of a sudden come down to five percent, mm-hmm. and now it makes a lot of sense to refi. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. They're still in the middle of that buy down. There's that aggregate account out there that all of a sudden we refinance their loan. That money actually goes back to the buyers in in that were left over that were buying that rate down for that term. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you okay. Can use that to close, or you their- can use that to do anything. It's anything? their money. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's their money. Okay. That's yeah. pretty. Cool. What do you and, like about these things, and what do you don't? Well, like about here here's the thing. Don't it, like. What do you not like? How about that? Well, I. Whatever. Remember, I come from the world. <laughs> I don't like that. But. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I'm I'm a little old school. If if somebody's gonna spend that money, why don't you do the permanent buy down, right? Because if if you're doing a two one buy down and we're buying the rate down two points, and let's just say on a five hundred thousand dollar loan, it costs fifteen grand to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we use the same fifteen grand to just buy the rate down from seven and a half to six? We don't get all the way down to, but it's not going to go back up again. Got yeah. it. Got it. Right. So it's, it's like a temporary fix. In it's your a mind. temporary. F- every year, the rate goes up a point to where that set point right. was to begin with. Right. And and so it adjusts. So you're qualifying them based on the the total higher mm-hmm. payment. Mm-hmm. And, and it can get there if rates weren't to improve. So, again, if you're going to do a buy-down, why not do a permanent one? Because there's a math equation, and I know I'm putting you all to sleep here, but there's a math equation <laughs> of, of, you know, if you pay a certain amount of money to be able to pull that rate down, you also want a recovery period of time, right? So, so I believe, and this and now, what ten bucks will get us a cup of coffee at Starbucks oh instead gosh. of five? Yes. Right? Oh, forget so, it. Nothing makes me feel like older my oh. parents than just going to the drive-through anywhere. I'm like, back in my day, half a meal was a dollar. I don't. I mean, it's like twelve. No, someone told me hundred dollars. This every is why time millennials can't buy houses. It's because they buy Starbucks. That's like that's like I, I well, think that's a real thing. I, I, I'm, I don't think it's I wrong. Mean, I'm not. Where I have, you, well, I remember in my world, I get to see the bank statements, that's so right. I can't. And you were like, <gasps> "Oh my gosh, <laughs> nothing is worse." And they're like, "I need three months baked." You're like, "Oh my gosh, how do I take all this Chick Fil A, Target, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Target, 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 <laughs> off of here? You can't." I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. Steve, you do can't. you ever just want to be Starbucks, like, "Listen, Starbucks. you could afford a larger home no, if you quit going to Starbucks." No, they're my favorite one are the liquor stores. Oh, well, you have seen This is the oh, stories yeah. that I want to Oh, yeah. These are, these <laughs> are the good ones. Specs. Total wine. Yeah. Total wine. Total wine. Yeah. Shout out. Sponsor es- us, please. Eskimo Hut. Yes. Eskimo Hut. <laughs> Sorry for, yeah, if you for don't know local. what Eskimo Hut is, it is it is a drive-through liquor mm-hmm. thing, essentially, where it's like a snow cone with, it's liqueur, by the way, but there was, Texas has rules where it couldn't actually be like real vodka or mm-hmm. real tequila. It's like a wine cooler on top of ice. Yeah. But you drive through and get it. But that is hysterical. I just had to throw the Eskimo. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen, oh. I've seen someone with a really uh, hefty uh, u- unique head. addiction. <gasps> unique addiction. Eskimo so. Listeners, stop buying Eskimo Hut and you, you know too can afford dream home. Listen, don't drink. I mean, there's better things you But listen, during COVID, hey, hey. I, you couldn't get out of your car. You couldn't go anywhere. Maybe right. Eskimo Hut was open. They were saving. They were saving lives. They were saving lives. Masking up, saving lives. Okay, so this is okay. That is interesting. Like the going back to like you get to see so much into a person's life. Yes. Um, but I definitely want to hear your kind of what I'm getting is what are rates going to do? Like more of a, and us realtors, I think, like I this morning was having a slight panic attack about, okay, what does 2023 look like for me? I do this every year and my husband has to bring me away from the ledge and say it'll be okay. Just a small tranquilizer to um, calm you down. But, you know, in my mind, I've been kind of thinking and telling other agents in my office that it's kind of just going back to working hard and relationships. And 
I feel like in our market, people are still going to have to buy and sell. They're still moving jobs. They are still, their life is rearranging. That's going to still happen. Life still happens. I agree with that, Heather. And, but I just, I want a little hope, <laughs> even if you have to lie. Um, just lie to us, Steve. What you, mm-hmm. what you see um, next year looking like, and, you know, I don't know. I know that's a broad question. Did well, you bring a, your crystal actually, ball? Yeah, well, that's what we're wondering. So, so what I've told everyone is my crystal ball is shattered. It's destroyed because I wouldn't have seen a lot of these things coming. Honestly, you know, I would say the biggest misconception is everybody goes, the feds raising rates, right? I got to lock in now. Well, guys, the fed doesn't determine where the mortgage backed securities are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But when the fed raises rates, it can actually help the mortgage backed securities. Our world's worst thing that mortgage rates hate is inflation. Yeah. Mm. Period. Yeah. Inflation is here for a little while, right? (laughs) It's kind of like that noose around the neck right now. It's not going to let us go for a little bit. Yeah. Everything is inflated. It is. It's inflated. (laughs) It is inflated. (laughs) Look at us talking about economics. It should be an economics podcast. Rates. It should be. Inflation. But I, I do give you hope and, and, you know, this is the time of the year for, for our group and, and our fearless leader, Troy Four is all about your business plan and all those things. So if y'all haven't done yours and you would like a, like to look at something like that, let oh. me know or anybody out there. I've already done mine. Oh, uh, um, Steve, I'd love to look at jokes. yours. There, there's, I would, I would, I would love to. It, it's, it's pretty amazing when you sit down and you really take it in, but I believe, and I've kind of set my expectations of, I think it's going to be a little bit of a cold winter. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I really do. And right now, it's the old cliche of blocking and tackling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not any flash or anything. You've got to be making those relationships. Mm -hmm. You have got to be in constant. And, and, you know, you said someone, you had an open house or something, and, and somebody came and they're, you know, they're like, oh, my God, I can do all this great stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, that's because they haven't been blocking and tackling all the way up until now. Mm-hmm. Listener, I had an open house and we had a lender come by that wanted to sell me on things as I was trying to sell the house. And I was like, thank you, kind sir. Please kindly leave. Um, no, but you're right. He was just trying to kind of make up for probably some relationships that he hadn't possibly put in the pipeline correct. already. Yeah. You know, you, and I was like, please leave. I'm going to call Steve. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. You, you, yeah. You go back to the, you go back to the basics on that. But exactly. I, I think that, we're going to see a little bit what is normal. The last two years has been so, so that creates an, a really weird mindset mm-hmm. of we've been hair on fire, mm-hmm. all this yes. stuff going on. And now all of a sudden we have a little break and we're like, Oh shit, what, yeah. what are we right. going to do? do? Right. What are we going to do? Coming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Winter's coming and, and here's Christmas and, uh, oh my God! What do we? Yeah, I I think it's going to be a little slow until January, February, well, and, and it'll that. start and it'll start kind of. But we're not. We're in an area. I, I read a deal the other day that DFW is projected in our Dallas Fort Worth of all the markets in the United States to actually be the one who comes out and does best first. Yeah, it is. Yes, you know. it is. Yes. Well, and I, I feel, I say that to my clients, right? I mean, not having been from here, I feel like I can speak a little bit about what happens in other markets and versus what happens here. But what I'm hearing is it's not only relationships, but it's taking kind of a long-term approach. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. And, and I, there's no quick fix right, on anything. Right. You want to lose weight? It's not a quick fix. Exactly. Right? I'm intermittent fasting starting today. <laughs> Steve, did you know that Heather tries a new uh, diet like every other yeah. week. Does it involve wine? <laughs> Always, it has to. <laughs> no, I, I totally couldn't live without it. So. Well, and I was like, I was talking to a realtor this morning about this, and I sent her this funny meme about the crash or whatever, and she was like, "I mean, I guess maybe I have you know my head in the sand or whatnot, but you know, just because we're getting back to normal, I don't view that as a crash. And right. I think there's a lot of misinformation, and there's, a, I do think there. I was joking about. Um, you know, realtors that might have gotten their license in 2020, 2021, like, awesome. Yeah, it's been great. Um, But you're, I feel like realtors, lenders, insurance, all of us that kind of work on relationships, and that's how we get our businesses, 
going back to open houses, going yeah. back to relation, going back to working really hard yep. and doing the best for our clients. And those that do that will, um, kind of pull through. Yeah. Take, we'll take, see it through. Take one step at a time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Build the relationship, answer the phone. Yeah. yeah. Answer I, would, the I phone. almost just said it again. I was going to be like, guys, just answer just, the phone. Just answer the phone. I mean, because here's the thing. We, in everything that we do, isn't it funny if we lift someone up high, all of a sudden yes. you get to kind of carry along with them. What is that? All, all, we all rising rise tides, or, rising yeah, boats. Rising tides float the boats. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> There was Rising there was a Tom, there was a boats, Tom, there was a Thomas Edison quote that I it, it rings true to me, and I and I hope I get this right, but it says, opportunity is often overlooked because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. I really uh, hope he said that. I really hope that's the exact quote because that care. is fabulous. He, anyway, you said it if he did. That's it. amazing. Yeah. Steve Harding said it on this no, podcast. No, I, I, I heard it that is, years ago and then fact. just saw it recently. Yes, yeah. no. Like, it is true. It is so true. I feel like you are the absolute picture of hard work and someone who does answer their phone. And obviously we've said it so much today, but like, we can't thank you enough for continuing to kind of be the, what I would consider the the best example of what to do in this business. And it's why you've been doing it for 17 years. I, I am, like I said, it's, it's beyond honored to even be here. So thank <laughs> you. You hear that folks? He's honored to be on the podcast. <laughs> do you have any parting words of wisdom, stories, you, you know, I, I, I do have one quick little story. Tammy and I, my wife, that... Shout out. Shout out. Uh, we were invited uh, to one of my clients that buy one of my clients to go to a little restaurant in Granbury. Guys, if y'all have not been, 1890 okay. down oh, yeah, on the I've square. Heard mm-hmm. I've heard it's cute. Holy crap. Really I've heard good. it's good. Really, really good. Shout it's out. Wor- it's worth the time to go down. So that being said, about two years ago, they came to me and they were, it was right at the beginning of COVID and their older hundred percent disabled vet and his wife, and they had moved here from Arizona. They raise Arabian horses and they were trying to find a builder who would allow them to build a barn. But he also wanted to do his VA loan, which if in the world of, getting a builder to do anything outside of the norm that they normally do. That's not a custom, you know, mm-hmm. they, they couldn't afford the true custom, right. you, you right. know, so multi-million dollar house. So, yeah. so it does, it, it gets a little convoluted. So at the end of the day, they had had probably five to six different lenders say, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Oh. Sorry, we can't help you. Sorry, we can't help you. And you know why? Because it's dressed in overalls and looks like yeah. work. Oh, they just didn't want to take it on. It was too it's hard. much work. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I referred them to a builder who could do this and would take time. They found a little lot outside of uh, Glen Rose or Godley right in there. It's in Hood mm-hmm. County. And built their home with their barn and all this. And it took, you know, during COVID and it took longer. Well, so we go to dinner. It's, it's the clients and... Tammy and I, and then the builder and his wife. And we're sitting there and they present me with this plaque that has a picture of their home. And Steve Harding and the team at First Financial Mortgage, you have made our dreams come true. Oh my God. I'm just telling you guys, I I was at that point and I had a cocktail and probably two (laughs) glasses of wine. And I think I just, I, I mean, I was a blubbering oh. idiot. Now, oh. you, you know, this is from a guy who cries at the voice, but oh, I don't Steve. cry on many things. <laughs> I really don't. I just don't. But I hear these stories on the voice. And, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so, but it, it was, oh, that's, that's, that's one of the most rewarding things that you could ever imagine Absolutely. because it was a long process yeah. for him. We had to do the construction loan, and that's how we made it all work because we technically did the construction loan on the bank. Mm -hmm. That's the unique part of our group is we don't just do mortgages. We have all the bank stuff as well. You get creative. And so we can put it all together, but that's that's the part to me. 
so, bet you have so that. there's my heart warming. You've got that plaque somewhere proudly. I do. Displayed. I do. That's I do. incredible. I mean, I love literally, that. I mean, we think we're all special over here getting to help people find their dream homes, but you're literally making it happen for in some of the most unique scenarios for some of the most, mm. most deserving people. But it's people. not just yeah. me. Like Again, so you go stiff. back to it all. You, it, I mean, it takes a tribe, guys. Mm-hmm. It, ta- it takes a relationship with an agent. It takes mm-hmm. a relationship with a builder. Yes. You've got to have a bank that's willing to help. You've got to have all these pieces yep. of people who are willing to put it together. Yes, exactly. Oh, so. Steve, that was beautiful. God, we hadn't I had think- a- I think it's just because he heard Grant made us cry last week, and he's like, "Okay, I'm, 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 I can do that too." He, he accepted the challenge. He did. I Aww. mean, between a love story and a heartwarming story, Steve, you are the best. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on. Yes. Thank you for sharing all of your information. Again, we joke that you know we we didn't want this to be outrageously informative, but what we have actually been hearing from people is like, "Hey, you guys shared a bunch of stuff I didn't know." Yes. And I, I thank you for letting us kind of couch it in this very conversational, funny, you know, happy. way. Way, but I'm thank you for being here and for being so knowledgeable and so great at what you do. I am yes. Humbled. Thank you guys. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have to cut some of those out. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, this is good stuff. Well, it's we fun. hope you come back. Yeah. Well, you guys, what y'all are doing in the market is super special. Oh. So so take it and and hone your craft this is super cool thanks this is super cool you heard it here first folks we're super cool thank you Steve. we are having fun i know and And we're just going to get off air and let him keep complimenting us is what's going to happen um but steve thank you so much for your time we cannot thank you enough we hope you come back and obviously i feel like we're going to maybe get a lot of uh dms about hey i need to work with steve at first financial and we're going to say yes you do um but in the meantime we are going to let you go and i know we're going to continue this conversation offline but heather any parting words i'm just headed to that restaurant right now now. for some good food and wine (laughs) we've got another exciting guest next week as well everybody knows where to find us keep those submissions coming guys and we'll see you next week bye Bye. always be closing hello i live here always be closing i've never been to your apartment so real what else do we need? We need closure.